Speak seductively. Hi, everyone. I'm Kyle Cannon, erotic fiction author, naturist, and swinger. And I'm Lily Cannon, book cover model, audiobook narrator, naturist, and swinger. And you're listening to the Speak Seductively podcast. I have an erotic fiction series called The Photographer's Story and over 15 erotic novellas on Amazon. Two themes in my work are the promotion of a sex-positive lifestyle and the development of strong, sexually confident female characters. My writing has been described as slow foreplay, building until the reader is breathless with need. You can find my novels and short stories on Amazon. They're all free with Kindle Unlimited. We want to welcome you to another exciting and informative edition of Speak Seductively. We use this platform to promote other authors, talk about sex and relationships. Please be aware, we will be discussing adult topics from sex to the swinging lifestyle and more. Our approach is always classy, but be ready for frank conversations. Our guests are frequently erotic authors or those in the lifestyle. Hi everyone, this is Lily. Guess what? I've started a classy, sexy, and very sensual OnlyFans page, and I'd love for you to come visit my site. What will you see? For years, you've heard Kyle and I talk about our lifestyle, that we are naturists who also swing, and we've also done a lot of photo shoots. Well, I've modeled a lot, mostly for Kyle. My work has been varied. Some of my favorite shoots have been very sexy pinup sets that remind me of the old 1940s pinup calendars. You know, corsets and sailor girl outfits, just to name a few. I've also done several nude sets from very artistic to very sexual and sensual. Have you seen the cover of Kyle's book, My Bound Valentine? That's me, wrapped up in a rope with all the good parts covered. That was a long set we did with many, um less covered, and much more revealing photos. Those and more will be on my OnlyFans page. What else? I've also done videos reviewing adult sex toys and Kyle's books. In fact, I have a lot of bedtime stories I've read wearing nothing but sheer lingerie. I plan on doing several more bedtime stories, maybe topless. Would that keep you up at night? Finally, I've been doing some workout selfies and videos, A few of those have been topless. Look for them soon. The best thing? I have a lot of free content I'm going to share. Right now, it's free to subscribe to the site. You just have to pay for the nudes. So come check out my OnlyFans page. Just click the link in the podcast description. Chapter 19. I received another text from the blackmailers. Your whore will wish she never met you. How much is our silence worth? The text was accompanied by another photo. Lily was on hands and knees, her ass arched up and pressed firmly against Marcus's dark abs, his ebony hands gripped into her thighs, muscles straining. While nothing much could be seen, other than Lily's tits, you could barely make out her face through a veil of hair. I'd seen it as I was throwing on some clothes for dinner, hurrying as I heard through the repeater security screen in the master bedroom that Victor was at the gate. Lily and Kennedy were already dressed and getting dinner ready and buzzed him through to the house. I was hurrying to leave when I grabbed my phone and saw the message. I decided I'd save it until after dinner. When I arrived in the kitchen, Victor was seated in one of the tall bar seats by the huge kitchen island, a drink before him as he chatted up the women while they finished dinner. As I walked in, I heard him comment about our hiring a cook. Lily just laughed at him and responded that we liked to cook, and she would feel weird. 
Victor nodded sagely at her response, then turned to me as I walked through. These lovely ladies have been regaling me with stories of your boat trip and their modeling careers. Fascinating. His voice was quite sincere. I went around and gave first Lily a hug and a kiss, then Kennedy. Lily swatted me with a towel and told me to sit. They had dinner in hand. Grabbing a beer from the fridge, I sat with Victor and the four of us engaged in small talk. I noticed that Lily and Kennedy were both wearing lightweight linen dresses for dinner, nothing overly revealing but sexy nonetheless. Neither were wearing bras, but both apparently placed some sort of shield to hide any nipple display. At least, that was my best guess, I thought, laughing to myself. My mind wandered, thinking that whatever they used must also be bulletproof to fend off those nipples when they got hard. Dinner was a light meal of fish, salad, and white wine. We ate in the kitchen and chatted for over an hour. Mainly, Victor told us stories about the good old days in the Keys. Many of his stories were carefully risque. I admired the way he danced around topics such as women walking down Duval Street nude with only a few strategically placed bangles. I am so sorry to break up this delightful part of the evening. Unfortunately, I have a very early meeting and should leave within the hour. Let's head upstairs. I put together a showing so you can see a sample of what the blackmailers have. On the way up the stairs, I told them I received another message and photo. At the top of the staircase, I handed my phone to Victor to see the message. Hmm. Quite well done there, Lily. You are incredibly fit. Lily squealed out a girlish laugh and quickly covered her mouth. I hate it when I laugh like that, she said, still giggling. Interesting comment, friend Victor. Victor just raised his eyebrow at her as if deigning to acknowledge her, humor making his eyes sparkle. I also see this is a different number. I have people looking into it, and we'll pass along this new number. No, he continued, I have no news yet, answering our questions before they were asked. We walked into the media room, the girls leading the way, the projector already running, a screensaver rotating some of the work we sold prior to the commission. There were about 20 slides, many of Lily, others with different models, including Kennedy, but I tried to do a balance. All were artistic or implied nudes. Victor. Everything on the slideshow is work we did, and sold. Several items won critical acclaim. I added that information on the bottom in text for those pieces. Victor wandered forward and watched as the slides rotated through in a simple, no-nonsense progression. Hmm, Kyle, these are quite good. I am very serious. If you would like, I can arrange for some studio owners I know to contact you to discuss a showing. However, we can discuss that later. Agreed. I stopped for a second and pushed on. The next set gives you an example of what the blackmailers are trying to use against us. The contract called for us to provide a series of images like an 80s men's magazine, complete with some storyline, all sex implied. However, I paused for another second, glancing at Lily only to get a nod to continue. Several shoots did involve sex. What we gave the client met their implied guideline, but I still took many other shots. I was simple and blunt. For the next set, I'd pick ten images— I started them as I finished speaking. Victor watched with the same calm aplomb he had for the first set. These were all of Lily, clearly going beyond implied, as they showed either a cock in her mouth or her pussy. I looked again at Lily. Kennedy moved to her side and slipped an arm around her waist. They both stared at the images with critical dispassion, turning as one to Victor when I finished. Well, we aren't children, so allow me to be blunt. Those are beautiful examples of erotic art. He paused. Or... They are hardcore porn. He didn't look at any of us as he spoke, as if not caring about our reaction. Instead, he walked with his drink to stare out the window and over the moonlit waters of the gulf before he spoke again, this time softly but with feeling. I say, 
This is not because I am your employee. I find them quite beautiful and erotic. They transcend the base pornography one finds today. He then turned to us, a smile on his lips, tone again urbane and businesslike. You know the worst cases here. Lily, you could be very well disbarred, your legal reputation ruined. True for you both, but unfairly, most true for our lovely Lily. News stories for months and on and on. However, you have enough wealth to simply poo-poo that attention and live your lives. He turned to me as he placed his glass on an expensive marble end table, the clink of the glass on marble loud in the silence. He took a step to me. I assume you've talked to Lily? I nodded. To them both. He stared in my eyes, a warmth shone through before he turned away and walked to where he could see each of us as he turned. I have no doubt your mother is behind this. I also have absolutely no evidence other than the perceptible psychic stench of her in the air. His voice turned cold. She won't understand that this attack isn't going to work, that you aren't a terrified child trying to protect a friend or a pet. A shiver ran up my spine. How the hell did he know? My grandfather must have found out and told him. The story was horrific in its simplicity. When I was 14, I came home from boarding school to find my beloved dog in Airedale, stuffed and mounted in my bedroom in his usual sleeping place. When I arrived home, Mother greeted me in the foyer. I should have known something was wrong. It was so unlike her to act like she cared. I asked about Ruffles, my dog, and she casually told me it was waiting upstairs in my room. My mother followed me up to the room. I thought at the time it was unusual for her. Maybe she missed me. As I stood in the door in complete and utter shock, staring at my beloved pet, I heard her come up behind me, her voice dripping vitrolic poison as she spoke. You are going to be gone for months at a time. Rather than have the house staff care for him, I put him down and hired a taxidermist to mount him. As a gift. That last was hissed. I don't remember much after that, other than hot tears shouting and running into the woods. All that passed through my mind in a flash, but I could feel the blood rush from my face. I quickly turned and made to place the remote on a shelf, taking my time to recover before I turned and faced them. Victor moved up behind me, his hand rested gently on my shoulder. I will do all I can for you and your family. Thanks. Now, I'm afraid I must run. Lily, was there something else? You mentioned when you called some papers to witness? Kennedy walked to the end table Victor used for his glass and lifted a thin sheaf of papers bound by a paperclip. She handed them to Victor, who read through them quickly but thoroughly. You three are a constant surprise, he chuckled. Kennedy, I have to ask, are you fully aware and comfortable with what this document says? I'd better be. I asked Lily to write it up and went through each word with her. Victor chuckled again as he asked first Kennedy, then Lily, then me, to sign the papers. He witnessed each of the copies, left one with Kennedy, one with Lily, and took another for his file. We walked him to his car, chatting as if the unpleasant conversation never happened. As we returned to the house and shut the door, I put an arm around the waist of Kennedy and Lily. Irrationally happy that they were close enough in height, it wasn't an awkward thing. I planted a kiss on first Kennedy's cheek, then Lily's. I'm exhausted. Are you too good to actually sleep tonight? My comment started a firestorm of jokes from the women about my age, too tired, little blue pills. I am proud to say I rose above the silliness and made no comment. In the middle of the Kyle Bash Fest, Lily tossed in, Kennedy, would you sleep with us tonight? Just to cuddle since someone is too tired? Yes, I'd like that. She smiled and snuggled into me as we passed through the kitchen, down the hall, and into our room. 
We each took care of our bathroom needs. Lily thought ahead to provide toiletries for Kennedy. Hmm. Unbelievably, I did fall asleep as soon as my head hit the pillow. It was some hours later that I woke to the sound of soft moans and felt the bed gently shaking. I'd been on my side, facing the center of the bed as I opened my eyes. The soft light from a strategically placed nightlight silhouetted a pair of breasts, heaving as their owner breathed deeper and deeper. I let my gaze wander down until I saw Lily's dark mop of hair between Kennedy's slightly raised legs, the motion of her head gentle as she lapped at Kennedy's cunt in time to the now short, soft gasp that slipped from Kennedy's lips. Lily's arms wrapped around Kennedy's legs. Her hands gripped her thigh muscles as she continued her motion. Kennedy's own arms were stretched out, her hands wrapped in the sheets tightly. As my eyes grew better accustomed to the light, I could see that Kennedy's eyes were closed, her face a mask of pure sexual bliss. Of its own accord, I found my hands suddenly gripping hers over the sheet. I wanted to feel this, to be a part of it. As I held her hand, I sensed something special, defying words and transcending thought, pass between the three of us. I lay there in awe, happy as Kennedy was overcome with a series of tremors, her hand rolling to grasp mine as she came. Finished, Lily's head rose from between Kennedy's legs. Dark ringlets of hair hung in front of her as she slithered up Kennedy's body, planting soft kisses along the way till their mouths eventually met. I couldn't help but admire the way I could see nothing but the outline of their bodies at the moment, their lips first, tentatively touched. The light behind them cast dark shadows and sharp outlines. It was a gorgeous perspective, one I wanted to capture someday with my camera, but for now, I would enjoy the reality. Their kiss ended as gently as it began. Lily turned to face me, her cheek pressed gently against Kennedy's. The hand I used to hold Kennedy's moved up to brush a dark mass of hair from Lily's face. I felt the dampness of perspiration on her forehead as I gently pushed back her hair. She lied as she was for a moment longer, then lifted from Kennedy and slid into the small space between our bodies, throwing one leg over my hip to curl around and rest against my butt. Her face pressed against mine, the smell of Kennedy's sex on her lips as we now kissed. Since our first kiss, I have marveled at how much can be expressed when our lips touch. It's like reading a fine book in just a few seconds and remembering every word and nuance. The kisses said love and desire and friendship, and so much more. I became aroused, deeply aroused, as I watched Kennedy reach her orgasm, my penis now gently rubbing Lily's special place as we continued a soft, slow kiss. I felt her slide closer, her hips moving to encourage my mindful cock to move where it would do the most good. I felt intense wetness and warmth as her movement helped me pierce the special place between her labia. There are quick fucks. Plunge your dick in and pump for all you're worth till you come. Then there is slow lovemaking, enjoying foreplay, the sensation of skin against skin. Beyond that, there is the sex, the lovemaking, that can only happen in the depth of night when time halts, when you are completely conscious of every sensation, especially that amazing, indescribable feeling of warmth, wetness, and pressure when your head first opens a woman. As a man, I've had that sensation a few times. I know it is something to be savored, not rushed. I slowly moved my hips to allow my head to move in and out. The contrast between the tightness and warmth of her pussy when buried in her and the perceptible chilling of the air on my damp cock served only to heighten the sensation. My motion gradually pushed me deeper till half my cock filled her. Lily, as if sensing the moment and feeling it herself, pushed gently against me, moving me to my back while maintaining the same penetration as she rolled with me. Lying on me, her breast pressed firmly against my chest, our lips still engaged in their loving dance. My hands rested gently on her hips. Lily began a slow slide along my shaft, taking me in one long, slow motion till her clit rested against the base of my cock. 
We moved together then, increasing the pressure on her clit while my shaft and head was squeezed by the muscles of her vagina. The orgasm came swiftly, catching me by surprise. I felt jets of hot cum squirt from me to fill Lily and spill out along my shaft as her own motion increased. Knowing I was coming, she increased her pace, pushing up on both hands to raise her torso and push her clit even harder into me. Her nipples grazed my chest as her tits rocked back and forth. I wasn't sure how much more I could take, the incredible heightening of sensation after coming now almost painful with her desperate motion. Suddenly, she stopped. Uh, she gasped, body trembling as I felt the telltale seizure of her tunnel walls on my still hard shaft. Yes, came with a final hiss as every muscle in her body seemed to tense, then suddenly loosen. She kissed me softly, then rolled off the bed and went into the bathroom. Um, that was great, Kennedy whispered to me as she rolled over. I loved it when you held my hand as I came. She kissed me, the taste of lily on her lips. So, I missed the first act, I thought wryly. Kennedy's hand moved down to my cock, rubbing it gently despite the coating of my cum and lily's own sweet juices. Without a word, she slid down and I felt her tongue on my cock as she licked it like some sexy lollipop. Do you mind? She asked suddenly. I know Lily doesn't swallow. I didn't know if it grossed you out. No, I don't mind at all. Then, sensing her next question, Lily won't mind either. Personal preferences. Ah, Kennedy said, sliding back up to rest her head on my shoulder. Time to sleep. Returning from the bathroom, Lily climbed into the king-size bed. Yes, Definitely time to sleep. Hi, everyone. We will get right back to the interview in just a minute. People always ask us how much of our books are based in real life. Well, before I answer that, I wanted to tell you about a very exciting book Kyle and I wrote together called My Bound Valentine. In it, Kyle and I go on a wild adventure, exploring a bondage fantasy with several friends. I think the story is incredibly hot and a fun read. Plus, that's me on the front cover, and I also read the audiobook. Bonus! So, what's the answer to the question? Well, we always tell people it's up to them to decide how much is real and how much is embellished. My Bound Valentine is available on Amazon, free with Kindle Unlimited, and you can pick up the Audible version. Hey everyone, it's Kyle and Lily with an important message to all of our listeners. If you've been listening to us for a long time or reading Kyle's books, we hope you have heard the message we stress. It's the importance of communication and a sex-positive lifestyle. One of the key components of that lifestyle is consent. Remember, no means no. Chapter 20. The next several days passed quickly. The computer equipment and cameras Kennedy ordered for me arrived. All three of us spent some time getting the computer set up in the office, along with my required big screens for editing. When we finished, I spent time editing the shoot from the boat as well as the solo shoot of Lily at the pool. The three of us decided to send samples of the boat shoot to Jill and Gary to gauge their reaction. That started a series of emails and phone calls about the next shoot ideas. I arranged for the models, but scheduling them was proving difficult. Marcus and Billy were arriving with another male model we used in the past named Dwayne. He originally passed on the shoot because of another job, but contacted me and said he would be free if needed. All three elected to stay in a hotel in Key West. I suspected they wanted to enjoy the time after the photo shoot and didn't fault them at all. The company picked up the tab for the two rooms and the three days they would be in town. 
We scrambled to get the wardrobe I wanted for the shoot, again Kennedy to the rescue. She found all I asked for and arranged to have an overnight delivery. I did take some time to speak to Kennedy about working for the company. At first she was angry, suspecting it was some sort of handout, right up until I dropped some of the files into a folder on her laptop using Google Drive. This is a shit ton of work. We really need you or someone to handle day-to-day spreadsheets and coordinate with the finance guys in Chicago. Plus, if we stay here, I will want to figure out a way to get business going, even if it means a studio in Miami. She eagerly jumped to the job when she saw the work involved. I received more texts from the blackmailers. The final one gave an untraceable email account for a response. At Victor's suggestion, I ignored it, smiling at the thought that if it was my mother, that bitch would be seething. We also purchased a silver BMW M3 as a grocery getter. Okay, sue me. Sleeping arrangements were interesting. Kennedy told us she worried about intruding too much, which led to a long discussion between Lily and Kennedy. I kept my mouth shut. See? I do learn. We, they, worked out that normal would be the three of us sharing a room. We, they, would always talk about it and treat it like adults if someone wanted privacy every once in a while. Did I mention I kept my mouth shut? We met the guys in Key West the day they arrived, about a week after I pronounced the computers and new cameras ready for work. The six of us ate dinner, then returned to the hotel to discuss the shoot planned for the next day. I'd already sent a list of planned sets for the shoot so everyone knew the big picture and most of the details. So, that is a basic plan. As always, plenty of room for improvisation. Last thing. We've learned from these shoots how tough it is to fake everything and still look real. So, let's talk about what you are or aren't comfortable doing for this shoot. I know you already agreed, knowing how much touching and, let's be honest, sex might be involved. Now that we are in person, let's be sure everyone is on the same page. The discussion flowed for a bit. Essentially, everyone said they were fine doing everything, including penetration. The women really took the lead in the conversation. I expected that was a comfort to the men. We are young guys. Of course, we want to get some, especially when really hot women are involved, Marcus said in a joking tone. Seriously, though, we all talked about this. You ladies are in charge. None of us can't stop something if you tell us. The two others nodded as he spoke. Absolutely, Bill said simply. Lily chimed in. We have condoms strategically placed. Kennedy and I know where they're located. That earned a chuckle. Last thing, we stick to asking first before real touching, and no means no. Everyone also agreed that made sense. Kennedy packed a wardrobe bag with the clothes for the shoot so the men could try everything and check the fit. The three quickly stripped down and put their wardrobe on for a final check. Before we left, I told them I'd arranged for a ride to get them to the house. The driver would wait at the gate in a carriage house I missed on our first tour. All the comforts of home. The next morning, after a quick run, I double-checked the setup for the shoot. It was more complicated in some ways, as it was by the pool, using natural lighting. I still felt I may need to use additional light sources, so I had those standing by. Lily and Kennedy spent the last few days working out and lounging in the sun, when they weren't fucking my brains out. Today, they wanted to spend time getting their hair and makeup just so. The shoot I planned was actually going to be a set of shots that could each stand alone while still working together to tell a story. Kennedy was to be a maid, Lily and Billy, I hated the way it sounded, so I committed to calling him Bill, were the spoiled husband and wife while Marcus and Duane were butler's personal assistants. My goal was to have a long, almost elegant shots that pulled in the beautiful scenery as well as the naked bodies. When the men arrived, I took them on a quick tour, then led them to one of the guest suites to change. Marcus and Duane would be in light, white linen pants and shirts. The contrast against their dark skin would make for excellent shots. Bill was in yellow swim trunks with a white robe to start the shoot. Lily and Kennedy were waiting in the shade by the pool when I left the guys to change. 
Kennedy was wearing a white linen dress cut above the knees with a plunging neckline and almost sheer. Her dark nipples were clearly visible under the thin fabric. Lily's wardrobe consisted of a sheer black swim gown over a white bikini. While not a thong, it was very narrow in the back. The top barely contained her tits, her nipples showing through the thin material. When she picked out the suit, she told me, This definitely isn't for wearing in the water at a church get-together. The men showed up quickly, there not being much for them to do other than throw on the minimal outfits. They greeted the women with hugs and smiles, all but Duane. He was built like a football-wide receiver, tall with wide shoulders. However, in reality, he was putting himself through dance school and seemed to have a promised future in ballet. He was incredibly impeccably polite and soft-spoken. When he greeted the women, it was with a handshake and a few polite words. Okay, we went over this yesterday. I want to start with a few out of the pool. We can have Marcus and Duane taking off Lily's robe as she prepares to swim. Kennedy, you will do the same for Bill. I set them up and walked across the pool for the wide shots. We ran through a few times before I was satisfied. Marcus and Duane, take off your shirts, please, and one more quick set. Perfect, I said as I finished a few shots. Okay, Marcus, Duane, and Lily, we will do the pool lift shots now. I planned for the men to lift Lily from the pool by her hands and arms, lifting her above the surface so the water could stream from her body. The lighting was perfect for a glittery effect. Go ahead and lower her, then lift her out. Try with one hand each first. Lily, remember to elongate. Point your toes. The first shot may have been the best. They lowered her in the water up to her neck, then slowly lifted her as I took shot after shot, my camera settings allowing me to freeze each droplet of water. As they held her above the water, I switched to a wide view, capturing her fully extended, water streaming from her into the pool and also down the men's torsos. Her suit turned fully transparent in the water. I asked them to do two more, then moved on. Bill and Kennedy, you will be the focus here, with Lily and the guys in the foreground. I first framed Bill and Kennedy for the shot, with Lily being held above the pool. Guys, dip Lily again. Her suit is drying out and isn't as see-through. They chuckled and dipped her gently. Okay, shooting now. Lily remained suspended, water dripping, her nipples as clear as if she wasn't wearing a suit. Kennedy removed Bill's robe, making sure to exaggerate motion. He struck arrogant poses, a tall drink glass in his hand. For the final shots, she pulled his suit down and simulated giving head. A few showed her holding his cock near her mouth. In others, he was holding her head, one hand to the back of her head as if keeping her in place. Looking through the lens, I found myself liking the diverse imagery. Lily... Go lounge out in the beach walkout area. You know where. Marcus and Duane, sit in the water to either side. Grab the drink props first and remember to pose. You'll be in the background of these shots. I lined Bill up in the water so I could shoot across the pool, framing him to one side, then Lily and the others. I only took a few shots, moving Bill slightly to shift the focus. Lily, time to walk out to Bill. Marcus and Duane, walk out about waist deep, then stand there. I'll shoot as you are walking, so make it sensual. Again, the first take was perfect. Lily's suit was all but non-existent, just a haze that was so enticing. The water shimmered perfectly, flowing away from her body in a wake as she moved to Bill. They embraced and kissed, turning for a perfect profile. Excellent. Kennedy, time to come in with your drink. She walked in, mirroring Lily's path until she stood next to the two, a drink in hand which Bill took from her. The posing was perfect. Lily and Bill looked like the epitome of aristocratic assholes. In the next shots, Lily kissed Kennedy on the lips, followed by Bill. Kennedy then turned to leave, Lily's hand tugging at the linen dress, which fell away from her to form a white pool in the water. They worked hard to make sure it would break away at the shoulders, and it was perfect. She stopped between Marcus and Duane, her ass barely below the water, and extended both hands to lay them on the men's chests. 
Both men then raised a hand, hidden by her body but clearly to hold a tit apiece as they turned their heads to face her. Bill and Lily turned in profile to watch, as if directing porn for their own personal enjoyment. Lily's hand artfully draped on Bill's shoulder. Okay, Bill and Lily, move to the left of the beach entry. Marcus, Duane, and Kennedy, stand about knee-deep, turn slightly to Bill and Lily. Perfect. Okay, you know where to start. I may add some, but improv once I tell you. I looked through my camera, moved Bill and Lily a little closer to the other grouping, then took a few shots, making sure the lighting was perfect and the background was just so. Kennedy was standing straight, one hand on each man's groin, grasping the cock that could be seen through their now-translucent when wet pants. In turn, Duane placed a hand over her pussy. Marcus was grasping a tit. I could see the attention from Kennedy on top of being so close to her killer body was getting to both men. Marcus's cock seemed to strain his pants, even when held down by Kennedy. Duane, while not as large as Marcus, was at least nine inches long. I was caught up for a second watching Kennedy's face, her tan body I knew so well being fondled by these two men. She was clearly aroused, lips slightly parted. I couldn't hear the conversations from across the pool, but I knew they were talking. I saw Kennedy's lips move and imagined what she said. You good with this? Duane responding, Definitely. You can rub it a bit more. You too, she responded, spreading her legs slightly. I snapped back to a wide angle and watched Bill grip Lily's tits from behind as they both made it apparent they were watching the show before them. Okay, Kennedy. Last plan set before you guys improv a bit. After I spoke, she dropped to her knees and first removed Marcus's pants, allowing his thick, veined member to hang free, pointing at her like a creature on the hunt. She then turned and did the same to Duane. In the last pose, she was looking straight up, a hand on each man's cock. Kennedy was fine-boned, with small hands that were nearly lost on the two large cocks she held, just tiny white spots on an expanse of black tube. Her tits were perfect globes before her, no tan lines marred her skin. Small, dark areola capped by rock-hard nipples pointed right at me. Even from a distance, I suspected she could cut glass with them. Bill and Lily continued their fondling foreplay, mainly Bill manipulating her tits and kissing her neck. I could see her nipples were also solid masses under his fingers. Kennedy? A little improv. Knowing we were avoiding penetration shots as much as possible, she first posed with her face near Duane's dick, her tongue extended, then shifted to Marcus for the same. Excellent. A few more. She chuckled at something Marcus said, then ran her tongue along his thick length, ending at the huge blunt tip, barely touching it. Turning to Duane while still holding Marcus in one hand, she did the same for him, ending with his cockhead wrapped with her moist lips. The contrast of the men's deep black skin, even against her tan, was striking. Their bodies still dripped with water from the pool. Kennedy's from the neck down, the men only from the waist. However, I could see the sweat forming on their upper bodies, whether from the warmth of the tropical day or the ministrations of Kennedy. Probably both. I knew these would be amazing shots. Sure, I couldn't use some, but what the hell, it was hot. Sorry to stop you guys. Me too, called out Marcus, and Bill followed quickly by the same from the rest. Bill and Lily, move to the three and go into the next set. There are a lot of you, so we'll start with the set poses I wanted, then maybe try some improv? Bill and Lily walk through the water to the other three, haughty and aroused looks competing on their faces as I snap shots. Kennedy pretended not to notice and continued working, now on Duane's cock, teasing near licks along the shaft and head. For the first in the next set, Lily stood between Marcus and Duane, her hands raised in the air over her head. They each moved to bookend her, their cocks both at half-mass, pointing to her groin. Each man placed a hand above her waist and another on her shoulder. Kennedy knelt before Bill, her hands grasping his swimsuit. 
His hands loose to his side as he looked over at Lily. We coached him on those looks. His face was now almost droll. Perfect, I thought. I took several shots of the tableau created, then walked them through a step at a time. Kennedy, pull his suit down. Marcus and Dwayne, reach behind Lily's back and pull the string to drop her top. I shot as I spoke, capturing Bill's cock as it sprang from his suit and Lily's tits being freed from the string top, her nipples and areola darkened by her days in the sun, stood out in the stark splendor from her own tan body. Lily's muscles rippled as she posed. I was especially pleased to get her top dropping from her chest and fluttering to the water. Kennedy, the BJ sequence. Marcus and Duane, untie her bottoms. Kennedy leaned in, her mouth open, lips wet, and held Bill's hardening cock near her mouth. Marcus and Duane each took a string at Lily's hips and pulled. The cloth didn't drop away as easily, requiring a little help from Lily as she spread her legs and let it drop. Didn't matter. I got the shots I wanted. I'm moving slightly. Lily, you guys are fine. Bill and Kennedy, move to the lounger we set up near the pool's edge. You'll be background to start. Look like you're doing a doggy style, with Kennedy facing the pool. Lily, hold the pose. Guys, start playing with her tits and pussy. Don't linger, but remember, I'm shooting, so not too fast. I'd switched lenses and gotten to the pool to shoot different angles. I wanted to shoot up Lily's body for some as they touched her, capturing the rich blue sky in the shots. As I started shooting, Marcus and Dwayne each grabbed a tit and gently fondled. Dwayne, play with her pussy first, then you can switch. Kennedy, Bill, that looks good. A little motion is fine. In fact, why don't you start by standing? Hold his cock, then move into doggy position as I shoot. Marcus continued rolling her nipple between his fingers, then leaned in to kiss her neck. I could see the goose flesh on her skin, despite the day's heat. Marcus's cock pressed up against her hip. On the other side, Duane placed a hand on her pussy. Fingers curled in slightly. Hang on, Duane. Let me move a bit, Lily said softly as she spread her legs. His fingers quickly moved further, now surely touching and spreading her wet lips to find her entrance. I'd known before, but was positive now. Lily wanted this to be an uninhibited, carnal session. I wasn't going to argue. Lily? Turn to Duane and kiss him, then turn to Marcus. She did, her growing arousal apparent to me as I saw her nostrils flare and breathing deepen. You can bring your hands down and hold their cocks. Good. That is so fucking hot, I told them. She spread her legs even wider and then arched her back. The effect thrust her tits out, defying gravity in all their splendor. I asked Marcus to splash her with some water, adding rivulets coursing down her body to the mix when I began shooting. Duane moved his hand up to grit her near tit, his middle fingers wet to the second knuckle from their obvious resting place in Lily's cunt. Marcus moved his hand down to replace Duane's as he and Lily kissed, their lips just millimeters away from each other, tongues lightly flicking out to rub together. In the background, Kennedy was rocking back and forth, her tit swayed gently. Bill wrapped his hands on her waist, gripping tight, and moved with her. I saw her hand build a condom earlier, but didn't know if they were actually fucking. Lily, you guys will be in the foreground of the next few, but blurred slightly. Let's do these as the BJ sequence. Just a few shots. Kennedy and Bill, focuses on you. The background shots looked great. Lily dropped to her knees, her face washed with perspiration, eyes hooded and filled with lust. She reached out again to hold the two black shafts hovering before her face. I'm out of focus, right? She asked, her voice husky as she almost wrestled with the two massive cocks in her hands. Yes, very blurred for these. Do you guys mind if I play more? She said in throaty, lusty tones. I'm fine with anything you want to do, Duane said, echoed by Marcus. She turned first to Duane and began licking the tip of his dick, her tongue playing with the hole. He groaned slightly. Wow, you guys said these would be tough shoots. Holy crap. He let out in a half-chuckle, half-gasp. 
as Lily slid several inches of his ebony shaft in her mouth. Can't have you guys getting soft. Still a lot of shooting to do. No worries, said Marcus, his turn to grunt as Lily fit his massive head in her mouth. So, really no pretenses this time. Lily pulled her mouth off his dick. I'll say no if I want to stop. Her grin at him was both promising and controlling, definitely in charge of the situation. I listened with the back of my mind, focused on Bill and Kennedy as they moved together, expressions perfect. Kennedy, can you spread your arms more? Shooting from the pool, now focused on them, I could see Bill's shrouded cock against her stomach. Bill, can you put your cock behind her right leg? I get it in these shots. I was going to let Kennedy make any calls about going further. Sure, he said, grabbing his member and shifting so he ran it down her leg. A difficult task considering the damn thing wanted to point up. They gave me a few more shots. Next, I said, watching as Lily took a head bob on Dwayne's dick and slowly released his head through pursed lips. Kennedy and Bill, lie on the lounge chair, Kennedy on top. Marcus, kneel on the edge of the pool. Lily, you're sitting next to him. Dwayne, between her legs, going down on her. I was glad the attention was on them and not me. My cock was fully engorged as I watched the scene unfold before me, almost painfully so in my wet shorts. How close do you want me? Dwayne asked as we moved to the pool's edge. Hmm, about like you were with your fingers, Lily replied, her voice filled with longing and desire. She jumped up on the edge, followed by Marcus. They quickly found a position with Lily back on her elbows, Marcus's dick looming over her face. She tossed one leg over Dwayne's back as he moved his head to rest between her legs. Still in the back of my mind, I marveled at how casually she went into that pose. Her legs spread wide before a man she barely knew. I shot from an angle, through their bodies. Lily's tongue was extended to touch the tip of Marcus's head. Kennedy, visible in the background, mounted on Bill, his hand squeezing her tits embedded in the flesh. Focuses on Lily, Marcus, and Duane. I took several shots. Duane was nearly hidden, and from the look on Lily's face, he was making full use of his tongue and fingers, her white legs in stark contrast to his back. His shaved head, buried between tan thighs, pale in comparison to his tone. Marcus knelt by her side, half his muscular ass in view, his cock now bounced on Lily's tongue, as he held it by the base to keep it within her reach. Okay, Kennedy and Bill, you are the focus. I moved to reframe the shots. Lily, Marcus, and Duane a blur of shapes to the left. Kennedy and Bill were now in full profile in the lounge chair. She was sitting on his groin, getting a view more from the rear. Just move. Improv. I'll take shots from different angles. Hmm. Move, Kennedy murmured. Squeeze my tits more. Yes, like that. She reached between her legs as she began to shift on Bill's pelvis. I saw her lift his shrouded cock and slide it on her stomach, knowing her sensitive clit was rubbing against his balls. Try to keep it implied. You guys look amazing. Kennedy, can you arch your back? Hang on, she muttered, glancing at me with a look I couldn't classify. She knelt up slightly, Bill's dick firmly in hand, only to vanish between her legs. <sighs> Came from her as she slid down his length, then arched her back. Kennedy's gorgeous tits pointed straight in the air. Bill's hands moved down to her stomach. The pose screamed sex, but nothing could really be seen. It was perfect. She slowly ground her cunt against him as I took shot after shot. I was then aware of the deep gasp coming from Lily. They were so out of focus I didn't notice what was happening. They evidently allowed things to progress, taking advantage of not being the center of attention. Duane's head was moving up and down between her legs. Now he placed a hand under her ass. I knew his fingers were penetrating her, touching the spots that would bring her to climax. 
She moved a hand up to pump Marcus, holding him at the middle of the shaft. The head and a good inch or two of his shaft slid in and out of her mouth furiously. I didn't stop shooting. The scene was mesmerizing. She began a series of muffled screams of pleasure as Duane found the perfect spot to push her over the edge. It must have been the vibrations of her scream that set off Marcus. Uh, uh, fuck, he let out. Lily was caught by surprise, as was he. I could see the startled look on her face, warring with the ecstasy of her own orgasm. She pulled him from her mouth, come dribbling from her lips as she continued to moan in the throes of uncontrollable orgasm. Her hand rubbed furiously, without thoughtful control, on his shaft, dribbling the remaining fluid on her tits as she savored the feelings coursing through her body. Kennedy and Bill stopped, enraptured by the moment. I saw Kennedy pull up from Bill. She knew one way or another we would move to the next set. We talked about what to do if someone orgasmed during a shoot. Speak seductively.